0: My entitled supervisor tries to micromanage every aspect of my life in the office, so I decide to maliciously comply, causing our entire section to fall behind on productivity, eventually leading to my supervisor to be questioned about how good she is at her job. And I've never been happier to get revenge on a co-worker. Here's what happened. Back in 2010, I was working in a training management area within a government department. The job was fairly easy for me. When my original supervisor went on an extended leave, I ended up getting a new supervisor that we will call Agatha. Agatha is not her real name. Almost immediately, Agatha started to micromanage me even though she didn't really know my job that well, or even half of what my role entailed. Now, I will say that I didn't particularly like Agatha as a person, but I tried to get along with her, even when her management style started to show. In hindsight, I should have worked some internal politics to try and be removed from the area, but hey, no one said I was smart at 19. The section started to have some underlying Attention until one day she called me into a meeting and, just to make a long story short, said the following magic words You need to do what I tell you to do and not what you think you need to do. She even followed it up by emailing me words to the exact same effect. Now, I did two things on the heels of that meeting. Firstly, I printed out the email to keep in my bag, as well as my drawer, my pocket, and on my wall. And secondly, I started to do what she said and only what she said. At first, she would just tell me the jobs that needed to completing, but she only got worse when she noticed the work wasn't getting done and started to tell me how to do things. Again, I complied and only did exactly what she told me to do, as well as how she told me to do it. If she missed a step in her instructions, I would either skip it if I could move on, or ask her to explain again as I couldn't figure it out. I was a really good employee. I even went out of my way to start asking her what I should be doing and how. And this was after every single task. If she wasn't in the area which was very common. I would just wait for her to come back. If she wanted to micromanage me I would make her work for it. She was getting nothing done. We were getting further and further behind and this went on for about a month. The reputation of our section was getting tanked internally and externally. This is when Michelle enters the scene who is Agatha's boss. She noticed all my questions and the general drop in productivity as well as morale and reputation. She pulled me aside and asked me what was happening considering I am normally so competent as as well as very efficient. And I don't normally ask many questions about how to do the work. Now, as a side note, Michelle was a fantastic boss and generally preferred a more hands-off approach when she could. She clearly was giving Agatha enough rope to make either a ladder or something else. If you know what I mean, I explained to Michelle how Agatha was managing me and I was trying to help her management style by leaning into it more. I also showed her Agatha's email. At this point, I estimated I could get everything caught up in about a week without working any extended hours if things changed. Michelle, being a good boss, simply asked what it would take for me to get back to working the way I always have. I only asked to not be managed by Agatha anymore. I could have been much more insidious with my request, but I only wanted to be left alone to do my work. To my surprise, it worked. I immediately started reporting directly to Michelle. I got the work caught up in three days, surpassing even my own expectations. As for Agatha, she started to have her work examined a lot more closely including her overall output, since I found out later she was trying to blame me for her low work output overall. It turned out that I was in fact the solution. Michelle ended up sharing Agatha's workload between the two of us, and we didn't really notice much difference. Agatha, however, did notice a difference as she shuffled into another area of the department, one with a lot less responsibility, as well as an area with a lot less promotion opportunity. I ran into Agatha again after I had moved around the country a few times, and I ended up back in the same office. Office, but in a different section. Agatha was still in the same awful position. Same level, too. Her personal reputation was so bad that only a handful of people would actually want to work with her. So, overall, it felt good to know how stuck she was and presumably still is. I honestly can't stand when someone micromanages me. Like, if I'm doing a job, I want you to leave me alone and let me do it. If I'm making a mistake, that's when I absolutely want to be corrected. I want to do things right. I don't want to be wrong about it and I don't want to mess things up for everybody else. So, when I see someone like Agatha come around and try and boss people around and make people feel miserable, that honestly really is upsetting. So good for the original poster for basically getting back at this lady. Thankfully, you had a good boss in Michelle who could clearly take care of the situation. And it's really cool that they knew your value as a worker. And hopefully you never have to deal with Agatha ever again. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Am I the Jerk for asking my girlfriend not to take so many photos when we are out doing stuff together. Here's what happened. So my girlfriend recently became interested in photography after being gifted a camera. At first I thought this was great. She found a new hobby and I was supportive of it. But things have gotten a bit much. Whenever we go out anywhere, she brings her camera and stops every minute to take photos of flowers, people's houses, street lamps, rubbish on the ground, literally anything. It gets annoying because I always have to wait for her to stop taking photos. Or if I walk on eventually, she Acts like she doesn't even notice and makes no effort to walk alongside me. It's also pretty embarrassing when she stood outside someone's house for five minutes trying to get a perfect shot. Like if someone did that outside my house, I would find it creepy or think that they're planning on robbing me. She also is trying out street photography where you take candid shots of people. I understand it's a legitimate type of photography, but it makes me uncomfortable when she takes photos of random strangers when she's with me. She is not very discreet about it and when I ask her if she's concerned about people knowing that she's taken their photo. She just says that she's legally allowed to do so. And while that may be so, I find it a bit rude or weird to do it without any permission, especially when she posts the photos on an Instagram account. I told my girlfriend what I thought the other day because I just wanted to run errands with her without always stopping, just so she could take some photo. I told her there's nothing wrong with her hobby, but that it's getting a bit annoying when we are out together. She ended up getting really upset, saying she She's found something that she's finally passionate about and wishes I took more of an interest in it. She also thought I was mocking her, which wasn't my intention at all. She is now being withdrawn and distant and I feel I was a bit harsh. I don't want to stop her from doing something that she enjoys and I don't want her to feel put down. But at the same time, it was just getting a bit frustrating. Am I being an unsupportive jerk here? What should I do? First and foremost, I don't think you're the jerk here. Your girlfriend is not only overreacting in this situation, but she's also violating people's privacy. Taking photos of people in public without them knowing about it is incredibly rude. And it's also incredibly creepy. I mean, just because it's legal doesn't mean that it's nice. And it's not legal in all places. And also, just because you're legally allowed to do something doesn't count as consent, which really marks this down personally as nefarious and creepy behavior. Like, you really shouldn't do that to people without their permission. And sure, this is a passion of hers. But you know what? That passion is driving a wedge between you and your girlfriend. She is stopping literally for everything just to take photos. That has got to be obnoxious after a while, and on top of the fact that she's posting photos of people she doesn't know on an Instagram account that's dedicated to candid photos, overall is just incredibly weird to me. Like, how does she not see that that's really creepy? So honestly, you're not the jerk in this situation. Your girlfriend is taking her photography passion and going way too far with it. And it's better that you say something to her now instead of somebody yelling at her out in public when she's taking their picture without any permission. My boss demands to know where I am at all times no matter what's happening. So I decided to maliciously comply and as a result I made his life a living nightmare. Here's what happened. So this happened about eight years ago and this was one year into my first job, paid internship, and clerking gig. The firm that I worked for had a part-time program for law students so they could work and gain experience while in school and this is very common in my country. I I loved my job, I was very grateful for the opportunity to learn and grow, and I really enjoyed the work I performed. The thing was, I had classes both in the morning, afternoon, and night, and my school was in a different side of the city, about 8 miles away, that could turn into hours worth of traffic during rush hour in a city with 8 million inhabitants. So my day looked pretty hectic. In the morning, I would get ready to drive to school, and I would alternate between having class, going to work, and then going back to classes. Then, I would try to study Study for one hour after class. And this is all at the end of the day. And I would often eat while driving. During my first year in the program, I had more than prove myself and earned my place. I was that 19 or 20 year old idiot, a type A overachiever that knew no boundaries. I had worked weekends, pulled all-nighters. Literally, I would leave school at 10 o'clock PM and then go back to work. I worked full time in the summers without more pay. Anything I had to do to keep the associates happy so they could keep teaching me all I needed to know As I was wrapping my first anniversary there, the perfect storm of awful rolled around. On the academic front, I started a new semester, and twice a week in the mornings, I had a teacher who was awesome, but would finish class about 20 to 30 minutes late. On the work front, a new partner joined the firm, let's call him Mr. Jerk, and kind of took over as an unofficial managing partner. He was the typical old-fashioned lawyer that really should be extinct by now. He could barely use Microsoft Word to type a contract, and would pass out at the site of an Excel spreadsheet. He had this weird obsession with punctuality while simultaneously being late to everything. Plus, he moronically believed that by having a bunch of people warming up chairs, he would magically make money. So instead of investing time on client development, he would just spend endless time and effort on bullying everyone around the office. To make matters worse, since other people spoke highly of me, he decided to pay special attention to me. Unsurprisingly, shortly after this guy joined up with us the firm started struggling now he could have tried to get new clients send quotes by the deadline and show up to meetings on time but no of course the firm was doing poorly because us clerks did not spend enough time warming up the chairs so he became obsessed with us getting there by 10 o'clock in the morning specifically me the issue was that i could not get there by 10 because my teacher finished class late and there was no way i could drive across the city in rush hour in 30 minutes so mr jerk called a meeting with 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 all the clerks and yelled at me in front of everyone because I was apparently always late, more than twice a week. The fact that I had gotten a permission form from the program committee did not matter, nor did the fact that I was working 6-7 to hours every day while I only had to work 5 hours did not matter either, and the fact that I would work weekends and late nights didn't matter as well. I tried to explain but he would just keep yelling at me and would not let me talk. Having finally had enough, I left the conference room straight into to the office of every member of the clerk program committee. I said the same speech as follows. I am late because I have class. I have proven my commitment to the firm, but my education is important too. If 30 minutes late twice a week is too big of an issue, feel free to fire me, but I am not leaving class early. Then I went to my desk to do my work. I guess the committee informed other partners, and word got around of what was going on. Because as I was getting ready to leave for school, Mr. Jerk came fuming to my desk. He Told me, I know you're lying. From now on, I want to know where you are at all times. And if I catch that you are slacking off or lying, you are fired. And I will make sure that no one will ever hire you ever again. So this is right when my malicious compliance comes in. The next day, I woke up extra early, about 5 o'clock in the morning sharp. I took a timestamp photo and I sent it to both his email and his phone, since I could not risk him not getting it and him not knowing where I was. I sent a timestamp photo every every 5 minutes, captioning what I was doing like it was my own personal social media platform of one follower. The cherry on top was that my teacher had worked with Mr. Jerk in the past and obviously did not like him very much, so he let me take photos during the class and diligently send them to Mr. Jerk. I even went as far as taking a photo of the toilet door with the text using the bathroom and then sending all done with the toilet flushing as a picture. While driving, since traffic was really slow, I would send a photo and include how much I had moved during that time. Sometimes it was something absurd, like 100 feet. As soon as I sent a photo of me at my desk, he shows up saying that he got the point and I could stop. A couple weeks later, he simply stopped bugging people and started working from home or locking himself in his office. My guess is that I'm not the only one to complain and the other partner realized how dangerous he could be for the firm and finally asked him to back off. And I've never been happier to get back at someone in my Yeah, that guy sounds absolutely obnoxious. Can you imagine having somebody on your case all the time? Trying to be like, oh yeah, you're lying. You're late because you're lazy or something like that. That's so insane to me. Like, does he not understand that you barely are able to make it here on time as it is? You live in a city with 8 million people. Like, come on, it's hard to drive enough as it is with even half that amount. So the fact that you decided to take this route and send him pictures every five minutes for the entire day leading up to going to work, honestly, is really, really fun funny to me. This guy was being a complete jerk. He humiliated you in front of everybody in this legal firm and he was obviously singling you out all because you were good at your job and you were going above and beyond to try and make a good impression. Like seriously, this guy was a straight up jerk. So good for you for getting back at him because the way he was acting was incredibly inappropriate and you did not deserve that in the slightest. Am I the jerk for not wanting to watch my nieces and nephews at my house specifically? Here's what happened. So I'm a 32- year old male, and I've been with my girlfriend who's 29 for about 8 years. From the very beginning, we have been child-free. My girlfriend isn't a big fan of kids, and while I love being the fun uncle, I also love being able to give them back. For some background, my girlfriend is incredibly introverted and suffers from anxiety. Because of this, she is definitely a homebody and prefers hanging out at home with our two dogs. She likes things quiet and calm and definitely thinks of the house as her safe space, and I completely respect that. I watch my two nephews and my niece, ages seven, five, and three, once in a while for my sister and brother-in-law. I always go over to their house to watch the kids, partially because all their stuff and toys are there, and it's just easier. And I also know that my girlfriend wouldn't enjoy having them over at the house. Plus, she didn't agree to watch them, so that wouldn't be fair for her at all. We've had some really lovely weather lately, and my sister and brother-in-law have been asking me to take the kids over to my place and watch them instead. They live in a townhome, and don't have much of a yard While we are pretty lucky And have a pretty large backyard And I've also offered to take the kids to the park instead If they want some outside time Neither my sister or brother-in-law like this very much They say that they would rather have the kids In a safer, fenced-in yard To run around and play Rather than a public park It all came to a head though this past weekend My brother-in-law called And asked if I was available to watch the kids So I told him sure That wouldn't be a problem at all He politely first First, asked if he could drop the kids off with me for a change. I told him no, I would come to them and he got a little frustrated and said the kids really need some fresh air and to get their energy out. I said, okay, we can go to the park. But that's right when he exploded at me and told me I was a jerk for not letting the kids come over. He said, never mind and that he didn't want me to watch them because I was too selfish. So now I'm just left scratching my head and I honestly just need to know, am I the jerk for not wanting to watch my nieces and nephews at my house. I don't think you're the jerk at all. Why on earth is your brother-in-law suddenly gonna say, oh, we're gonna change it up. We're gonna bring him to your house. Like that has never been a part of this schedule or anything that you guys have done ever. I mean, why is he gonna try and change that now on the fly? Especially when you've said in the past that no, you don't wanna have them over, which doesn't even account for your girlfriend not wanting to watch them either. In my opinion, if anything, he's the one being selfish. He literally tried to force these kids on you all of a sudden and say, okay, they're going to your house. Like, that's not okay, and that's completely out of line. And that guy's reaction was so overblown. Like, seriously, you're gonna freak out and snap at him like that? And this is all over the original poster suggesting that they go to a park. I mean, it's not like the original poster is not gonna watch him. I'm sure he wouldn't even offer to take him there if it wasn't even just a little bit safe. So no, you are definitely not the jerk. Your brother-in-law is seriously being crazy. And the fact that he would overreact like that is all you need to know about the kind of guy He really is. My sister is literally parenting me all the time, refusing to take me to work sometimes when she needs to borrow the car, as well as checking over all of my social media posts, trying to make sure I don't post something that she wouldn't like. And at this point, I've had enough, and I seriously don't know what to do. So I'm home from college this summer, and I work full-time at a local grocery store to save money to move out. My parents leave for work during the day, and my sister and I have one car between the two of us. She insists on driving me to and from work each. Each day, which is about 10 minutes away because she says that if she needs to go out, then she can still do so while I'm just at work all day and the grocery store has everything I could need. My parents agree that this is better because she sometimes needs to go out during the day and she likes visiting her friends. Honestly, I feel pretty embarrassed having my younger sister drop me off and pick me up from work. She's been pretty obsessed with her physical appearance lately, especially food and diet. It's to the point where she checks my bag every morning before driving me to work and if she sees snacks that she doesn't approve of, she refuses to drive me to work. Sometimes I put stuff like an energy bar or crackers in there but she only approves of vegetables and fruits. So I have no choice but to put away the unhealthy snacks just so I can get to work. Once I told her that I would just drive myself to work and she flipped out because she says that it's her duty to drive me to work and that she needs the car some days. The most annoying part is that she acts like a snob because she is smarter than me. She graduated high school a year early because she skipped a grade in elementary school and I did not. She's going to a great university for aerospace engineering and I also go there, but I'm an environmental science major. She brags that she does rocket science while I'm doing 6th grade earth science. Right now, for example, she is already self-studying aerospace stuff and tries to explain it to me and my parents. None of us understand most of it, but when I don't understand something, she calls me her little 6th grade brother. I chose environmental science because it's something that I care about, not because I'm mentally incompetent. Well, both of us are going to the same college in the fall. She kept insisting that she visits my room and checks in on me regularly to make sure I'm eating healthily. My mom is on board with this plan because last year, my roommate and I didn't cook the healthiest foods, and I gained a few pounds because of it. She also asked for my Instagram password because she doesn't want my post to embarrass her and even cried when I didn't give it to her. Anyways, I got into a fight with my sister this morning because she didn't approve of a post I made on Instagram. She called me cringy and uncultured and said that she wouldn't drive me to work unless I deleted the post. I did not delete the post and I just drove myself in the end. Well, my sister called my dad about it who called me about an hour ago saying that my sister might need the car. So it was selfish of me to drive myself to work. I said that I felt micromanaged and parented by her and explained how she was controlling my life subtly. My dad was clearly in a bad mood mood and said that he will have a talk with me tonight. What should I do? Your sister's being obnoxious and she clearly does not respect your boundaries. First and foremost, there is no way she's going to be checking in on you at your room at college. You can literally lock that door and tell her to get lost. You absolutely have a right to privacy on that college campus and she does not dictate what you can and cannot do. When it comes to the food and all this other stuff, I think you literally just need to explain to your dad that she is literally holding your job hostage and refusing to let you go to work unless you bend to her weird demands. Which, by the way, if there's anything that's cringy in this situation, it's her trying to dictate what food you can eat as well as what posts you can put on Instagram. Like, seriously, she's acting insane. So if I was in your shoes, there's no way I would put up with that. I would draw a very clear line in the sand. I would say, hey, you're more than welcome to drive me to work, but you're not gonna tell me what to do. I do not answer to you or anybody else. And you're also not gonna monitor what I do on social media or what kind of food I eat. And when it comes to college, you're not going to come by my place. Like if you just lay it out there as it is, clear as day, you can then at least let her know exactly where you stand because the way she's acting is obnoxious and no one deserves to get treated like that. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below. Below and subscribe.